Alrighty, we're live. Hola, Madridistas. Welcome back to another episode of Let's Be Real podcast. Uh, it's been a while. Um, it has been a little uh, more longer than we expected, but, you know, the way the season ended, we pretty much knew, you know, there's going to be wholesale changes, wholesale signings, but I didn't expect it to be this good, you know, this favorable, this exciting uh, a period for us. Um, I think... <clears throat> This this is on course, you know, to be somewhere along the 2009, you know, transfer window. Obviously, the the 2009 transfer window is is tough to be matched. You know, um, the uh, the magnitude of those signings were on a different planet. But we have something similar, you know, uh, a, a new wave, a new generation of of um, um, talents um, on their way to the Barnabao. And man, I can't honestly, you know, keep myself, uh, you know, uh, on, on, the, on the ground, to be honest, because this is something that uh, we have been all crying out for, some some statement signings, and we have done quite a few already. Bellingham, Hosselu isn't exactly a statement signing, but, you know, it's much-needed depth. Uh, Arda Gular, you know, like we we touched upon Arda Gular uh, in the last special, and we were quite uh, not so confident about you know where he would you know fit in among you know our already <clears throat> super stacked midfield uh, uh, midfield uh, <clears throat> midfield. Um, what, what do you, how do you Bro, call it? The yeah. midfield. Yeah, yeah, just yeah, the midfield. midfield. Yeah, you yeah. could say it. Yeah, <laughs> midfield block. So, but still, man, um, Arda Gular, um, it's, it's funny. Like I was telling Mo the other day, um, I haven't, I didn't actually hear about Arda Gular much up until, you know, the day he scored um, in the, in the champion, uh, in the Europa, in the, the European qualifiers, if I'm not mistaken, the banger. But, um, yeah, man, uh, it was so much easier than I thought, and uh, he's already in the house. Uh, also, for people watching in and who will be listening on um, in our audio platforms later on, the Adagula special is scheduled to be um, um, scheduled to be done tomorrow. That is Sunday. Uh, is it the ninth? Yeah, ninth, ninth uh, of July, three p.m. EST. We'll be joined by uh, a Turkish football expert. You know, uh, he's a close friend of Farouk's. So. Uh, he's he's not exactly a Fener fan. Uh, he's a Besiktas fan. So, but still, he has uh, some very in-depth knowledge uh, about the kid and uh, you know Turkish football scene in general. So, I'm very much looking forward to it. But um, yeah, man, bigger fish to fry. Um, fortunately, or unfortunately, today, Mbappe, you know, talking the talk um, like usual. Um, to break it down, we have our esteemed panel. Usual suspects, Jacob and Doris. I'll come to you, Doris, first. Um, how is it going, bro? It's been a while. Yeah, it's been a while. My mom just called me to eat something. <laughs> but yeah, I've been finishing up college, so that's probably why you haven't seen me in a while. But uh, with all this transfer talk, finally, uh, after the season ended, at least there's something to talk about, you know, because... Uh, we we talked about how we felt about the season we that just ended and uh, yeah there's finally some positivity you know after the last month and all the feelings we had about it. Hundred <clears throat> percent. The way the season ended, man. 
I, I, I couldn't wait for it to finish. But um, Jacob, bro, uh, how's it going? Talk to me. All good, bro. Like, I did not expect this transfer window to take, like, this positive turn. Because remember when that fan asked, uh, uh, like, uh, Fiorentino, hey, Pressy, is there going to be new signings? He just flat out said no. And then that was the end of all of my hopes and dreams. But now look at us. Uh, we got Arda. And then we're potentially looking at Mbappe. Who could foresee 100%. this? Yeah, um, I vividly remember, you know, when that <clears throat> when that when that TikTok was like, uh, you know, surfacing all over the internet. Like, I I had this feeling, you know, why why would Perez, you know, be, um, you know, showing his cards, you know, way before uh, anything of significance was 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 uh, you know was happening. So it it just made sense, you know, like to play down any nonsensical rumors to just you know. Um, keep our uh, rivals in check i think it was a good diplomatic or you could say uh, a sly move from paris to just outright say there won't be any signings but <clears throat> i was pretty confident you know like if you're gonna go into the season with jose lu as your as your as your number nine we we ain't we in real metal bro we, we we might be you know plymouth you know or, or portsmouth you know or, or someone you know someone uh of, of that like but for us to, you know, really compete and, uh, you know, stake our claim, stake our European claim back, uh, we need someone like Mbappe. Um, last year, you know, I remember it was Farouk and <clears throat> Farouk, me and Mo, and uh, we had this, this, this uh, tension uh, in the in in the room, you know, about how we felt um, Mbappe, you know, completely ditching us, you know, and and and, you know. Uh, creating all that drama for no reason. And we basically vowed to never speak about him again. But we, you know, pretty much knew uh, within ourselves that come a point in, in time where Benzema needs to move on, when when there needs to be a clear succession plan um, in, in, in the strike, strikers department, Mbappe would be the obvious choice, you know, the perfect fit, his profile, um, his achievements, his uh, his game speaks for itself. And we would we we all knew that we would be back here again. We were back here a couple of weeks back. It had a slight optimistic approach, didn't it, Jacob? Uh, even even though we knew it it might take a while, and you know it, it's nothing concrete yet. But what happened today? Uh, I think doubles down on our feelings. Oh heck yeah, man! Like uh, even last time we were like uh, almost in the sense of like, uh, have you seen the San Andreas meme where they, it's like, ah shit, here we go again. Because we're used to his tactics by now. Uh, he just, uh, we just thought, hey, he just wants more money. So maybe that's his play. Maybe that's why he like uh, started it all over again. And we were very skeptical. But then like this time things are different now because there's a different feeling around the camp uh, from the players and from the PSG side. So things are looking a lot uh, possible and optimistic things are definitely looking up uh, before we get into the you know the whole timeline about how this this you know went underway uh the whole mbappe situation let's get into a few of the comments big up the chat man um um you know love much love to all of you because <clears throat> this stream was this stream wasn't given enough time to you know uh uh you know build itself because this was scheduled what like one hour before Jacob, we kind of, you know, uh, decided to do this out of the blue. Um, 
we really didn't know if it was worth it to be honest because you know jacob was constantly reminding me do we have to really trust this guy again you know are we going to really jump on um, this train so soon but here we are man uh, we need to talk about it because i think this summer might be a real real um chance you know there might be a real chance that he might um move for you know the burnabout right uh, big up hassan big up moss um nightbots moving mad man hassan says uh, are the cooler <laughs> yeah hassan has always had an uh, had an issue with the nightbot um we should probably ask you know our it engineer yadu to you know give the nightbot a few tweaks because you know he's he's behaving with our guests so so badly man he yep. needs to be taken off the payroll you know at, at this point because it's it's been a while he he's um, you know mistreating our uh, <clears throat> bro like what do you think about like yeah. having chat gpt like moderating the chat chat gpt yeah i don't know man because um see if 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 it, if it mentions someone someone like cruz chat gpt might go to some mm. you know un, unforeseen conversations where you know we we will have to you know put up um, an nsf you know w tag beside it because chat gpt is mad you can't predict what it's doing but bro I, like you, you literally know. okay so uh, guys uh, just for context we were researching about mbappe and uh, some of the transfer news that was going on okay so i d- tried to take a shortcut i just went to bing chat and told it to hey give me like all the proper uh, popular transfer things that have happened this window and then the things that spit out were mad like jaden sancho to psg mbappe to man united and shit like that like it's just not dependable anymore and i don't know man <laughs> 100% you you could you could just see you know uh, chat gpt is ruining lives like i i don't know if you guys uh, guys have seen uh, rashford's post um for digger yeah you know where where he has made a total total mess of an attempt to you know type out uh, you know heartfelt uh, emotional farewell letter to you know one of the greatest um, goalkeepers you know of the modern era but unfortunately you know he's he's got red headed man um it's not a good look i'm telling you it's not a good look what happened what happened um jacob do you want to take the honor uh, sure so he wanted to like uh, do a post about something like uh, i don't know i don't remember what the occasion was but it was something like winning a game or something and uh, so apparently he put in like a prompt head like give me a good speech for like winning this match and give, he just and then he copy pasted the whole thing and people could like replicate it with chat gpt and he got caught red handed like <laughs> sending messages to us like team and what hannes fans just using chat gpt and not caring it it was today i don't i don't think it was regarding a game it was regarding a favor letter for digia oh yeah uh, doris you could just search it up uh, on on twitter just so this this is the sec- this is the second time it's happened like the, i remember this happening uh, last season after a like important game <laughs> with rashford yep. rashford yep oh Oh, I didn't know about the first occurrence. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So apparently, Rashford is like a serial ChatGPT user. <laughs> <laughs> My God. So honestly, so hey, this 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 puts um, a new light, uh, you know, into into Rashford's uh, entire public persona because, you know, he he's someone who is looked up to by a lot of you know young kids in England and you know how how he's a role model and whatnot. the long essay he types initially it used to be 
really plotted uh but you know after the results kind of dwindled um you know people were like this guy is a you know master <laughs> master craftsman at, at, at typing fucking essays but now the chat gpt stuff kind of you know makes me question the legitimacy of his words man this is madman 2023 social media is is insane right doris i hope you found it you know you you can easily find it if you haven't already yeah i will i didn't hear about that at all right right saw, right yeah i saw that the guy is living but not what he wrote about that but i'll check it out right right it, it's kind of difficult to explain it basically uh it begins with something like conversation points or I, I don't know but you can you can make out from the passage that you know it's a prompt that someone puts it you know into chat gpt uh, basically but emerson here so he says if mbappe wants to actually compete he needs to come to the premier league <laughs> <laughs> and, and join arsenal not some luxury club well 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 see um i've got so much respect for arsenal people people uh pretty much know that i have i have a soft spot uh, you know soft spot you know for for arsenal as a club and you know how they run and what what not but come on man let's be realistic you know arsenal got to be looking at people like uh what's his name um e- even tony and those kind of you know guys to actually you know get them back to their where before they can even think about someone like mbappe and and with all due respect um yeah jacob did did reply to emerson you know pretty rudely uh, man you shouldn't be so you know uh, outright blunt with your with your comments <laughs> man come on you should be treating our guests with respect Jacob. Come on, man. He was um, taking the piss, just like like Mo said, like later. Uh, he he was like putting Arsenal and Mbappe in the same sentence. Come on. <laughs> I I don't know some 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 journalists. I think uh, was it for the Athletic or someone? They they were linking up Mbappe and Arsenal, and I was rolling my eyes, you know, the entire time because to feed a few mouths, you know, these guys would would go to any extent. It's it's mad. Hassan says uh, Elmo um he cooked PSG there's no way he goes back there uh Madrid TV says uh, Mbappe is coming he, here we go very soon big up Madrid TV man um seeing you around for for ages you know everywhere big up yourself uh Moses in the chat okay says the audacity to mention Mbappe and Arsenal in the same sentence shaking my head Emerson's uh clap back what did he say Arsenal are the second most expensive squad on the wall now above real madrid <laughs> just think the best player in the world needs to prove it in the best league otherwise he'll be outshined by haaland well my friend you know the the very best league that that you that you you know claim premier league to be have always all throughout history lost their best 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 of the best players to la liga man come on so i don't understand why this you know obsession with you know best players playing the best league you know always has to you know coincide for them to be great i don't share the same sentiment unfortunately insecurities, insecurities. that's all it is if you need to you know constantly you know validate yourself how you, that is the best league and i think you just you are trying to you know convince yourself 
of that. I'm not saying that it's not because definitely at the moment it is, but what what does that matter? That would mean that you are not allowed to play in any other league because you're just supposed to go to the Premier League. It's not the Champions League, dude. It's not the Champions League. And if anything, it's more of a success if you're saying that it's the best league, you know, to win with other teams that are not from that league. But, you know, it's a different conversation that I, mean, I think it's a waste of time to even talk about it with the, with people because it's disrespectful to everyone that's not in the Premier League. Absolutely every other player on the planet is disrespectful because you're, you know, you're not validating their careers. If I played, I don't know, if in Italy, in France, Germany, any of the bigger leagues, I wouldn't feel nice about it. Like it, it is a, a big achievement for, for any player to play in the big, I don't know, eight leagues, I would say. But, you know, playing in Premier League, it is an, an achievement, but still, it's, it's, I feel it's disgusting the way people are talking about the Premier League. Because if, if you just shut up about it, I would respect you for it, you know. But let, let's just move on from that. Man, like... The privilege of doing it. J- Jacob, can, can you see my hands shaking? Because I've never seen Doris this 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 man, yeah. man because you know. Oh no! Like been... I, I've like uh, experienced some of these rants, especially if, like after some La Liga games last season. <laughs> so yeah, I've missed these rants, and it's good to have you back, Doris. Hundred <laughs> percent. You know, Emerson got the got the you know blunt share of it, but yeah, man, uh, nothing personal. What she was doing was just spitting facts. Uh, I mean, Unfortunately for you, it's just mm. disrespectful. You're invalidating all 20 teams in this league. Like no one matters because some because Southampton is obviously better than Sevilla, Lagal, or anyone else in, in this. That, that's that's what that's that's what the Premier League fanatics always claim to me. Um, Doris, you know, Aston Villa is a better club than Sevilla. You know, Everton is a bigger so club than the, Sociedad. The takes I've heard from people. About like the lowest leagues, uh, the the lowest clubs from you know the Premier League or even like the League One or the Championship, they think like those teams are better than most Spanish teams just be- because there's no arguments there. They just are. Have you seen them play? They're or they're a quality. <laughs> like, this isn't you know football manager. Put some respect on all. Thank you. It, it, it's the money you know when you have money you you have voice bro that's i think that's what that's what happens you know um the championship has a lot more money than some of the you know the smaller teams in la liga that that's a fact so when they are when they are on that kind of wages when they can afford to spend that much money um when they eventually get to the premier league and whatnot you know the, you, you can just take a look at how much you know nottingham forest spent uh this this last season uh, close to over 100 million or, or something or something close to it so this this is an age-old argument that's never going anywhere but uh doris i wanna i wanna i wanna give you a yellow card for you know you know sneaking in the croatian league you know you because you basically stated the top eight leagues you know i thought probably you were croatian mentioning league is trust me not in the top <laughs> 20 or 30 in no, no, you're being harsh. You're being harsh. But anyway, anyway. I will 
I will happily live stream you one game, you know, in my city <laughs> just to just to show you how those people play. I I've been safe for a while. It's literally like Rafa's on Sunday, you know, meeting up with their friends, just shooting some ball. <laughs> every every uh, ball goes out for a throw-in. Like no one can reach the ball that that <laughs> passes because it's uh, too slow. It's it's just it's ridiculous <laughs> and. Not to say like my team is like all the way down in like eighth division or something in Croatia. That's something. oh yeah yeah yeah. So <laughs> probably probably when 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 you turn eighty, you can see them in the first division. You know, Doris. Yeah. Best of best of luck for that. Bankrupt again, you know, and someone else buys it and all that. You know. I got it. <laughs> Slumdog millionaire, you know, there's, there's always light at the end of the tunnel, man. You know, keep your hopes high. But um, yeah, uh, I think that's pretty much all of the all of the you know banter. A couple more here, interesting ones. Um, Arpit Baska says either Mbappe, no, not that one. Um, I think it was Emerson's uh, reply again, not saying Arsenal are going to get him. Mbappe is uh, is way too expensive. But if Mbappe prioritizes career over money. He would take a pay cut and take on the challenge of dethroning City. Mm. Well, 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 well. See, the challenge is 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 mouth watering. I'm not gonna lie, but with Arsenal, I don't think his legacy would reach the same stature it would with us. Unfortunately, uh, for you Gunners, you know, um, the these two clubs are one of the biggest supported. Money-wise, you know, history-wise, one of the best in what they do. But Arsenal's clear lack of European pedigree is always gonna, you know, you know, uh, you know, uh, beat them down in in these kind of conversations. Unfortunately, they can't even win a fucking Europa League, which is which is absolutely embarrassing, you know, uh, for a team of Arsenal's um, magnitude. But yeah, man. Let's get into Mbappe. Thirty minutes into the screen, uh, into the stream. Smash the like if you haven't already. If you're new, don't forget to subscribe. On the road to one k, uh, we would love to make uh, to see that happen. You know, before before the start of next season, um, it would mean so much, man. This has been two years of madness. You know, blood, sweat, and tears to make this happen. Right, Jacob, our uh, our information hub. You know. Uh, guide us through the timeline, man. Where should we begin? I mean, let's begin right from the start. Uh, why not? Because last season uh, we were like very confused. He was giving us mixed signals, uh, but this time there has been like a clear timeline. I, I feel like Mbappe has had a plan. Um, so uh, with regards to that, uh, let's start start right at the beginning where he sent the letter to PSG saying, "Hey." Like, it's all cool though, but uh, I'm not gonna be extending my contract. So, thanks for all the good times. Uh, <laughs> and I, I, I'm hoping to like play and then still get a loyalty bonus and leave for free for next season. Uh, that's where we started at. And that's when we kind of felt the rumblings of maybe something's gonna happen, but uh, we weren't really sure. Fair, fair. So, so that basically set the tone for you know what we are you know reading day in day out um so my single question to 
all of this is right i'm going to come to you doris first yeah um i'm pretty sure you have been you know in and out you know half-heartedly following this whole saga like most of us here you know like we don't want to get overly invested because we have been hurt before um you know with this mbappe thing but uh there is definitely some more substance to it unlike the years before this year right yeah uh definitely but still it is a tough situation that in you know we, we would need a whiteboard here just to go through all the con- connections that are happening right now or oh, the meme for the meme from it's it's a sunny in philadelphia right the yeah, guy yeah, pointing the to the board the, yeah, yeah, that one but still like if we go like from last season just last season and everything that happened and uh, that he signed a contract they paid him like hundreds of millions it is still like unknown but uh, we are expecting that it was you know 90 plus 90 plus the loyalty or something like that anyway i said it uh, on reddit somewhere or something uh, that plus one year is just an expensive loan i don't know what they were thinking signing him for two plus one i for that much money if you're gonna sign him like do it like with vinicius and rodrigo you sign up for a lot of years not for a lot of money that doesn't talk that that doesn't speak for your player in the in a good way that he wants to stay there like you you gave him the option of staying only two years plus one and now you want to take it away from him that loyalty bonus that you have is loyalty stay one more year and we're gonna sell you or whatever so you give us money for that you get money blah 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 but that's only if he extends the only way he can take that if he runs down his contract no other way so what that what did they expect was gonna happen it's a win-win situation for him anyway he leaves it's a win for him because you know it's psg and if it stays it's still it's 90 million dude it's 90 million and i wouldn't blame him for that even last season i was one of the only people here saying i don't blame him for staying at all like of course we were mad for like the way he did all that but i wasn't mad at him for staying at psg at all like he had a chance to play with neymar messi ramos those are all like incredible players and fuck him for you know believing in that that you know they're gonna win something <laughs> believed in that it's his city you know it would be something for him to win it there but now it's you know end of story with that messi left neymar is all over the place no one knows what's up with them the entire you know team is all over the place the only player there that's you know something is mbappe and he's leaving now definitely i mean uh this year or next season he's definitely not gonna stay in psg so it's just a matter of time but still the other part we need to talk about is how is mbappe gonna play in our our squad he's definitely gonna improve it because he's the kind of player that is definitely gonna improve us but in one way what are we gonna need to do for for him to improve us because he doesn't want to play as a nine that was clear from last season and the instagram and all that but Also, there is another topic about Mbappe. He's a huge, he will be a huge story for us for the entirety that he plays for us, if he does, which he probably will, you know. 
but still there's so much to talk about that player and uh, there's still a lot of feelings if we even should be having him in our team not for the way he did all that but in general should he be in our team it's Mbappé so if, of course he should but in what way and how is he gonna act how are we gonna act what is our it, team gonna do for uh, the way he acts you know it's very simple it's, you know playing down the middle you know his his stat speaks for itself you know it's 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 insane the the goals per minute the uh, you know goals per 90 assists per 90 it's it's on a different level compared to when he plays um, left wing or you know right wing right wing is his worst uh, where he perform for <clears throat> where he uh, actually performs the worst you know the stats points towards you know uh, cf uh, you know being his most optimal position but it's a conversation we're going to have when he finally joins um but but i completely you know shared the sentiment that last year you were one of the sole people here who were you know kind of uh, sympathizing with what kind of a predicament you know mbappe was put in where, where me uh, you know i'm always the guy who you know goes with my heart you know who who just doesn't you know take it take uh, the reality into the equation you know the amount of money he's on you know 90 million per year it's it's it, it's a joke it's an absolute joke but jacob man um uh, the let, the letter that he sent to psg like like you 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 uh, you told us um d- does that indicate that he wants to burn the bridges you know quicker than than what others anticipated you know um sooner than what people expected um i feel like his camp weren't expecting psc to retaliate like in a certain manner so uh let's just move on from there like uh, after that immediately after he sent uh, psc had a reputal and they sent him a letter uh, apparently uh, saying hey you need to extend by july or you will get sold this summer and we are not going to entertain the possibility of you leaving on a free and i feel like because it's a lot of money right uh, the loyalty bonus and i feel like mbappe did not envision that psg would react in this way uh, and so mm. doris doris was saying um so why did psg just offer him like a 2 plus 1 deal i feel like they covered all of their bases they are like in the situation they were looking for so they can probably get a transfer record fee uh, they still got to have mbappe in the team before, before the world cup rolls around for qatar and it was a good uh, move for both france as well as for qatar so i feel like they had nothing to lose when they signed him on this particular deal it was a i mean that is a club that you know has uh, 200 300 million expendable for you know that kind of player yep. you know for only two years plus one which it, it shows that they had no leverage in that they never had leverage doris it's it's leverage in that so that's only that's all that they can get you know so it's they shouldn't be surprised that he got to this because if he wanted to he would have done it already you know and they're already paying insane amounts of money and that they even you know accepted two years two years for 200 300 it doesn't matter how much it was still that that would that that shouldn't happen you know and uh, it would like if, if this was for madrid we would say that player is disrespectful for even asking that you know but they, they are not in that position obviously you know 
So I think it's just best if they both part ways because they are just going to spend insane amounts of money building a squad for him in which he won't be in in the next few years. Mm. So even if he stays for, I don't know, two or three more years, not much is going to happen for them because, you know, that rebuild part already happened, which didn't work. And, you know, they put everything they had, everything, not obviously not everything they still have more from somewhere but you know they got Messi, Neymar, Ramos as I said you know they got you know incredible expensive players that didn't happen he believed in them that didn't happen they gave him a lot of you know uh, freedom to do whatever he wants even the freedom you know to speak publicly about what positions he wants to play and be like that which shouldn't ever happen for your club <laughs> and you know some other player got uh, absolutely obliterated online for speaking his mind about minutes of what he wanted to play but okay not saying that he shouldn't have but just saying you know that is Mbappe and whatever we talk about we still need to talk about what is he gonna do good for us because if our team turns into a bunch of excuse me pussies because of him and just listening to to him, I'm done. To it. I'll go, I'll go to Madrid myself to to, to kick him out. But still, you know, it. Doris, I'm gonna. Just, it, it will be an, an incredible signing, but you know, PSG got them, you know, into that situation, into that situation by themselves. Now, Doris, like I, I, I would like to reassure you, you know, that when he comes to Madrid, it's gonna be a completely different. Uh, landscape like see you you were mentioning leverage right the only way PSG would have any leverage was to give him the power he got was to give him the money he gets and basically bow down to him that that was their only only move and to think that that would happen with us man um, it won't ever, ever. Not in our lifetime. Not in any fucking dimension. That's gonna happen because we we don't move like PSG. PSG is, is barely a football club, so I don't think that's going to be the case. But you make some very valid points. You know, um, PSG, for them to have Mbappe, like what Jacob said, for for them to make Mbappe stay and him be the poster boy of their, you know, their, their Qatar, you know, uh, World Cup bid and whatnot, it was a matter of prestige and pride for them. Once that was over, you know, once the World Cup was over, I remember reading stuff like, you know, this is basically Qatar's, you know, um, end game. They they got their wish, they got their World Cup at their at their at their, uh, at their country. So PSG are gonna, I mean, Nasser Khalafi and the and the Qatar royal family is gonna, you know, slowly pull the plug on on the PSG uh, operation and whatnot. Which which seems like, you know, Mbappe moving on might be the you know the first. Uh, you know, the first, um, you know, fall. yeah, yeah. First domino to fall, basically. Right. Uh, Hawkage, uh, more in the chat, he says, I think Mbappe clan sent a letter to have some proof of having given PSG notice. Back in 2021, PSG said Mbappe did not give him enough time. Mm. Yeah, could be, could be. Emerson says one good thing about Mbappe joining Real Madrid is that Madrid are probably the only club in the world that can contain his ego rather than be dominated by it. Facts, facts. Finally, Emerson has gelled in with the conversation. What happened? Doris, this is your power, bro. 
I'm not yep. going to lie, you know, me me and Jacob, we couldn't have done this, you know, Doris just just uh, you know being um you know honest and honest and grounded kind of i think made emerson a little more self aware morino to me is just respect 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 <laughs> three yeah <laughs> three peat uh, in and you know in terms of you know uh, real madrid but um jacob on to the on to the next you know twist in the saga Oh yeah man like we were all like expecting it to be like drawn out and we probably had to like wait until July 31st uh, when he actually decided if he had to sign the extension or leave but then things took a turn uh, this morning when uh, France football magazine uh, published their interview uh, so they were interviewing Mbappe uh, for his uh, winning the best french player for last season and this was uh, this was recorded on June 12th and apparently they published it just now uh, where the timing is just not great you know uh, just the when the contract negotiations are going on and he's not really in france he's traveling around and it was just bad timing but there's a lot of juicy juicy stuff that uh, he said to the press and you want to like get into the start of it 100% 100% before we get into it jacob like i want to i want to ask both of you yeah like what what really goes through mbappe's mind when he states stuff so honestly without without any kind of a filter to the press is it the power that this being given by psg and or is it just that power basically makes him not give a fuck i think it's the latter i think it's the the second bit well, it's maybe that and you should also think hey so, so let's say uh it was ramos like saying it uh, when he is at real madrid um he mm. has a very loving atmosphere around him he has a lot of friends he's backed by the club by the team by everyone by all the <clears> fans <throat> but that's not really the case with mbappe towards the end of last season 100%. he was criticized 100%. a lot and you can clearly see the frustration and the anger that this man has towards the club its fans and the people who are mistreating him like come to the fore so i feel like this was a very emotionally driven interview and a lot of truths that he might not have revealed in other situations came out and it's not just about his ego it's like i think he was in a bad mental state when he actually gave this interview 100% it, it it's it's uh, people often forget yeah there's pressure from from the hierarchy from from the board you know from nasa from from the from the fans but people also quickly forget that um in a dressing room it's basically you know a band, a band of brothers who who are you know pulling towards the same direction in the best case scenario right in teams like ours in in teams like let's let's say who's the next best example right now maybe napoli you know um teams who are you know pulling in the same direction but when it comes to mbappe and his political power within psg he would have a lot more enemies than maybe fucking osama bin laden in his prime would have had you know within psg because everybody would be out, out there to you know get this guy man and unfortunately and like you said you know his his mental state would have would have taken a complete complete uh, you know turn for the worse but yeah let's go through some of the comments man um i mean some of his comments oh. uh, to france football yeah Yeah so the problem with a lot of these uh, tweets that Madrid Extra and these guys put out is like they didn't provide the context of how uh, like what would did he actually reply to like nobody just goes out and says like hey my club is like divisive like uh, they 
did not provide the context behind it. So I had to like go in and dig in through all of these friends' interviews and finally get some stuff out. So when you read it, his quotes just from the tweet, it seems like he's like cutting, burning all bridges. But then when you listen to like some of the questions, you get the context of what he's saying. And it's still a lot to take in. So let's go with the first quote. Uh, so he was asked, why hasn't this Qatari-owned team not achieved its desired results in the Champions League, despite its multi-billion dollar spending on transfers? And Mbappe says, well, we do what we can. We have to talk to those who make the team, those who organize the squad, those who build this club. Sometimes in football, you face what is called a glass ceiling. That is why it is not a question for me, <laughs> but for those who are above it. So he, he just basically like shits on the management and how the club is run. Maybe even his teammates, because he basically says, hey, it's like out of my hand right now. I've done the best I can. And it's up to my teammates and to the fucking club and those who run it to actually go out and win the Champions League. And I feel like I've almost hit a glass ceiling. That glass ceiling bit, like, that's the most telling comment here. Yeah, that, that, that's 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 the Lannisters, you know, sends their regards, you know, you know, uh, twisting the knife bit, man. But boy, oh boy, you know, when, when you when you actually deep it that he said that, um, I think I think there's no way back for him. Just that one word, you know, glass ceiling. You know, this 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 golden cage that PSG has built for him and you know, uh, their their uh, their football club. It's it, it's completely being burned to the ashes, man. Um, Doris, what's your take, man? When you hear someone like Mbappe call his club, you know, uh, call his club, basically state that his club has you know a, a glass ceiling. What does that echo, really? I think, you know, I hate uh, saying it speaks for itself because, you know, if you know what happened in chess with the, you know, with the Neiman, the chess player, that, that, that phrase doesn't sound good. But still, uh, for PSG and for Mbappe, I think it is a subject that everyone knew this entire time. We've been talking about how that team is not good enough for him. The entire day, you know, of the time that he's been there, and especially last season with Neymar and Messi. Like, it was on his team, you know. Mbappe did everything he, he could. And even, you know, in the game against us, or two games, he scored four goals. Two of them were offside. You know? Like, that is an incredible player. And he is completely right when he says that he reached a, a glass ceiling and uh, he's completely right here if he means that his team didn't do enough for him which would be you know which is really funny from someone you know that uh, just extended with them and got so much freedom that everyone talked about which if you think about it what did he actually do with that freedom that we've been talking about what did he actually do with it I don't Nothing. think he did much. He didn't, you know, influence any transfers, really. He didn't, you know, buy anyone. He didn't really get any freedom with that. And I would think that he could be angry about it because, you know, <laughs> as I said, as I said, he would definitely be disappointed with the with his team, you know. And he's probably disappointed with himself for believing in them. But still, he shouldn't be surprised. We shouldn't be surprised and still it, it shouldn't be a surprise that he 
believe in them. That's it. And uh, I think he, he gave his time for them. He, he gave enough time for them. He said, like, okay, I'll give two or three more seasons. They, they obviously paid him way too much for that. But, but still, he said, like, two or three more seasons, let's win this. They didn't. They, they got pretty much embarrassed. Last two seasons in the Champions League, which is the only thing that matters for, for them. So it wouldn't be a surprise that he just wants to move on, you know. And there's still no future there for, for PSG, for Mbappe. They know he's not going to extend. And if he does, it's going to co- cost them a billion more, you know, to replace everything that they had, which was they still had a really good team that just didn't work out, you know. And uh, still, if he leaves, we know it's good for him. He knows that it's good for him. The glass ceiling comment makes complete sense to me. Perfect sense. Yeah. Should he be saying that, you know, so publicly and all that, that's a different conversation because, you know, we all know if Mbappe just, you know, did what he has to do with transfers, just fucking do them and just be over with them, it'll be fine, you know. But given these comments, you know, in the midst of all these transfers that he's had and the way he's acted in them, just shut up, man. Just shut up. Do whatever it like. Extend, don't extend. I don't care, but shut up. Don't blame anyone else. No one else. Well, I mean, you know. That glass ceiling comment, it is completely true, but should not be coming from him. It should be coming from the manager that, you know, he's sorry that that happened to him or from Al Nasser or from anyone else but him or his, you know, players, the, his teammates. But not from him. His mom, even. <laughs> I think his mom has uh, had more powers than Mbappe and when you mentioned that he might have been pissed off with not having you know enough say uh, like he was promised this all indicates to a very you know broken marriage man uh, where you know the power dynamics like it's basically like Mbappe thought he's wearing the pants now he, he's basically wearing shorts <laughs> you know barely shorts so I think I think it's 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 pretty funny how this how this whole saga has you know turned uh, for Mbappe man. But before we go into the next uh, question uh, or the next comment from Mbappe, um, Emerson was uh, still clapping back. He says still think he should join Arsenal and lose the ego. Well, I hope it works out for you, mate. Uh, you know, uh, hopefully, uh, you know, you 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 will find Mbappe uh, in your ultimate team next next year. Hassan says, if Mbappe hoodwinks us again, uh, we are so fucked for next season. Yeah, not going to lie. You know, it's Mbappe or bust. Um, fortunately for him, unfortunately for us. Um, Moss says, if Mbappe was to retire tomorrow, who do you think we can realistically get this season? Realistically, Vlahovic is a good shout, but I've said many a times, I like what he does, but... Is he really real metal material? I still have to see a lot more from uh, Dusan Vlaovic to, you know, really think that he is that marquee, you know, number nine for us. Um, still, still relatively unproven. Uh, let's just uh, call it uh, that way. Um, any other any other suggestions from Doris uh, or Jacob, Mbappe, or who is the alternative? 
Um, I feel like if it's not Mbappe, the club is not going to have a number nine. It's just going to be Rodrigo and maybe Abdullah mm. Ibrahim on the wings. Uh, and... But 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 in a hypothetical scenario, if we had the if I had to choose one, like obviously Harry Kane, but he doesn't want to come. Um, I don't think like maybe it's like someone from the Bundesliga. Like there's a lot of good strikers there at the moment, and just one of those guys. I'm still recovering from Jovic, so you know. <laughs> um, <laughs> what about you, Doris? I was just about to say that, <laughs> the Bundesliga players, but uh, it's a difficult question because if we knew that, we would probably be going for that, and you know, even publicly, I would say. But uh, it is a question that you know we don't have the answer for and it's been seasoned that we don't have the answer for because it seems that no one is good enough for us or you know or players are just too good to get them right now and stuff like that like it happened with Nkunku it it, it happened with a lot of players you know so right now we need them last season we needed them but still not that much we had Karim here and all that but uh, it is really situational and at this moment in time, the market, I don't know. Like uh, It seems, at least for, for me this season, there's been a lot of transfers happened already, more than usual, I would say. Or like a bigger... In the first summer. three weeks, yes? Yeah. Like so many yeah. big transfers. Mm. Yeah, a lot of them happened already. So you need to, you know, scour, you know, the remains there. But it would still be someone like... Josello or something like that, uh, maybe better than him, but uh, still. And Josello is not bad. He's not a bad player, but he's not a starter. He's not Karim. He, there's no way he replaces uh, Karim. But uh, to get another transfer, it would have to be in Perez's eyes only if Mbappe is dead or something, because it doesn't seem that he's uh, going for anyone else. There have been some shouts for like, uh, what's it, uh, for Firmino or something like that, which yeah, I could see it, but but still, you know, it's a, uh, it's not, it, it wouldn't be anyone that we would be really excited about having, and that is a big problem for Madrid because being a striker in Madrid is a huge job, and it it, it will have to be you know a marquee signing, and all of them are pretty much gone at this moment or not available. Uh- and and we have to also take into account how the 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 uh, you know the landscape for strikers have completely changed, you know, from the days we were growing up. It's uh, it's a completely different picture for for you know like traditional strikers. Now it's almost everybody who is who is uh, an established striker or an upcoming striker. Um, I must say uh, has been a winger who has converted into you know a, a CF. I think that's what what is happening with with many of the you know uh, up and coming center forwards so i just like for even for me i i can't really pinpoint someone that is oh there you go you know he is he is real middle material um Ossiman is is a very good shout you know he he's yeah he he is superbly talented um has the perfect ingredients you know to to uh, to be a top top striker has the strength has the technique has the speed um he he he's a scary proposition to come up against, but to get him out of uh, Napoli to deal with uh, De Laurentiis is, 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 is gonna 
it's going to take you more than 100 million easy easy so when mbappe is an option you know in in in, in the current situation like we are never going to move for someone like Osimhen no chance uh, a few more comments before we uh, move oh, on sorry, to the next uh, yeah Sanel, uh, i think Osimhen was talking about madrid being his next you know destination so i don't think it's completely impossible but i like we all know it's all depending on mbappe and, and if he's even going to be here at that time because if he's not i would i, I could see us going for him See, maybe it, not right it, now. Napoli is not selling right now. There's no chance. Maybe after that, I don't see why not. I don't really, I don't see any argument for why we couldn't get Osimhen. I know, I know. I'm, I'm kind of playing a bit of, you know, FIFA career mode over here. But you know, we are real Madrid. You know, like we, we are not also runs in the transfer market. Our pull, our knock is. is definitely different and if things doesn't exactly he's he's my guy rodrigo is my love child yeah but if things don't exactly go to plan for him mbappe osimhen and vinicius can play in the same team yeah this might sound nonsensical to people but for me it has happened before you know it it is it is there's something that is definitely on the cards if how if, would you line that up mm. how would you oh, mbappe on the right it'll be, it'll, Mbappe on the right can be an option, but he is not exactly prolific there. But I think that's the best case scenario. Vinicius should stick to the Santa left wing. Santa Claus is not real, Sanai. Santa Claus is not real. There's no chance that happens. And I'm sorry if someone is under 10 years old. <laughs> <laughs> you doing Christmas for them? Hmm. Yeah, so it's summer, so it's about time, kind of. But, but Doris, you never know. You never know. You never know. I'm just telling you, this is a possibility. Like, we can convince Mbappe to play right wing if he's within our club. Like, I'm telling you, it can happen. Under the right manager, under the right system, those three can interchange and flourish. Uh, that I don't think that is an unrealistic expectation. I don't think so. But for them to I buy into a project coming right in as a right winger... Moving in hmm. from left wing where he wants to play to uh, a nine, there's no yeah. way we change him even more, you know, to that side. I, I, I don't it, it, oh, sometimes in life, Doris, it only takes a push. Yep. I mean, for France, I mean, uh, he has... happens, he... bro, you will be a prophet. Like, I will, <laughs> fun, I will do this, but still, I'm, I'm... Haven't I already been a prophet, Doris? Prophet that is, from, uh... That's a take. That's a take. I will say it's an A take. What can we... Okay. But I will remember this in a few years, you know, like the okay. the Walking Dead. Like Doris will remember this. I, I've won in life, you know. I've won in life finally. <laughs> Doris is going to remember something that I, you know, prophesized. But um, Not right. <laughs> let me let me get into a few more comments. Farouk was saying, um, no, no, no. I missed a few more. He, um, you missed Hassan's comment. Yeah, he doesn't care anymore. Hassan says he doesn't care anymore. Him being pressured to stay at PSC by the Emir of Qatar and other people burned the bridge. He just wants to get out of there now, doesn't care how he does it. Yeah, it screams desperation, but it also screams he might be looking to cash in, stay in, you know, at PSG and cash in. I don't know, man. It's, it's all crazy because it's very difficult to 
really predict what what his mentality is at, at this moment in time because if it was any other guy like what mo says you know mo is the absolute you know mbappe behavioral specialist you know he has his um algorithms you know upon his blackboard um over at his house in detroit but um yeah man even he tells us that it's hard to decode um farooq says of of all he said and done you can't fault the glass ceiling comment 100% don't forget this guys uh we are playing vitinia zaid emery asola etc in the champions league knockouts even mr ucl champions uh, even mr champions league you know cristiano ronaldo would hit a glass ceiling so what does he mean by that you know it's farooq you know i don't want to break it down before i kind of you know completely understand it what does what does he mean oh he just Jacob, mean- do you do you have an idea yeah he just means that uh, the, there's a certain ceiling to this team and uh, if you if you're actually playing these guys in the UCL knockout like you basically have mm-hmm. no chance of making it out like even a player like CR7 or even prime messi would have difficulty and it's no surprise that uh, mbappe has a difficulty and he's uh, like being transparent about it fair fair fair, fair. so yeah when when the team doesn't have a solid foundation no matter you know who is playing in it you know yeah no i get it thank you thank you jacob you know farooq you know sometimes you know the uh, the uh, um the status quo of an uh, you know assistant phd professor you know sometimes it gets to me i get intimidated bro uh, apologies for that deron is in the chat nice to see you again man he says that happens when you give a player all the power in a club that should never happen man that should never have happened um hasan says get me vlahovic he is the real deal i wouldn't expect any forward to put up numbers playing under allegri haram ball <laughs> <laughs> i've seen i've seen enough of allegri over the years and the way his teams have taken a complete turn you know in the second spell it's insane it's insane it's it's horrid to watch i'm telling you it's not even football it's not even haram ball you could say uh how do you put it you could say conte is haram ball but allegri man poof. it's not it's not even haram man uh, we have to look for a different adjective for that um emerson says what's the latest on hurricane to rm it has completely died down we had a huge special planned with the big 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 boss you know expressions and you know tap and tobes uh you know it, it was it was supposed to take place you know first week of july but since the kane rumors have completely died down it it doesn't it you know it just never you know took off um, unfortunately kane is out of the picture man um i was really hoping that you know kane would be linked um, a bit more uh, so that we we can you know really play with danny levy cuz you know that man has given me some some nightmares you know uh, uh, a decade ago regarding bale so i would have I would have uh, loved to you know loved for us to dangle the carrot in front of him you know um for a bit but it never happened um yeah moses uh, madrid won't spend 100 billion on kane yeah it's just you know uh, plain as day like to see right let's just get into the next uh, mbappe bombshell shall we say jacob yeah man um so right now he, what has he done he's alienated uh his club he says that wait can you not hear me yeah i can hear you sure. go on uh, yeah yeah so he just basically said like this squad is not good enough but he's not really mm-hmm. insulted the squad or the club uh, really uh, so in the next question he gets asked 
uh, being in PSG has not helped you win the golden ball, right? And what do you think about that? So Mbappe says, I think that playing at PSG does not help much because it is a divided <laughs> team, a divided club. So, of course, it attracts gossip, but it doesn't bother me because I know what I'm doing. <laughs> I mean... And how to do it, right? Mm-hmm. Exactly. And mm-hmm. the main takeaway is that, okay, so he first shits on his squad. He's saying, these guys are not good enough to like win the Champions League. But now he insults <laughs> that character saying, hey, these guys are all divided. These guys ain't my friends. Like, So, it's going to be very hard for me to build the Gordel Pond. So this is this is a much more scathing comment than the glass ceiling one, where the glass ceiling is all about you know uh, ambition. Now this is character assassination, right? Exactly. It get worse. I I don't know how you can track back from this. Like even in life, if you say this to a friend, you're done, right? Like when when you're making such a comment um, with. With, with with your on your interview with France football you know supposedly you know the greatest or the biggest publication one of the biggest you know um, among the biggest in in France I don't know how he's coming from coming back from this man um Doris what do you think uh I mean this entire episode I mean saying you know saying stuff like that publicly it says a lot about his character and how how much it's me 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 and not us you know not not his club it's i mean there there is no lies there that you know they're divided and all that but all these like but press... but but let me let me quickly contest that doris right mm. um when you said that it's me 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 yeah Mbappe was never a PSG legend, although now in some right he is, yeah. Uh, but he wasn't a PSG academy player. He, like, obviously, you know, Paris was a city. He wanted to excel and whatnot. Um, but don't you think that is kind of um, bought bought out by the fact that he was bought on for 180 million. He's on so many wages. He was basically begged to stay by giving him more money and whatnot. That kind of disrespect, it comes from just so much money. Exactly. That was that was what I was going to say. Like, it is me, me, me. There is no question about it, you know. And uh, it is sad, you know, the, the time we live in, you know, the way players act about their clubs and basically just money, you know. There is very little respect and actual passion left you know from players for their clubs it will be a long time since since we see another totti or something like that Uh, and then bappe is not totti that is one (laughs) no chance no way no way so there is no point in acting like he is you know from you know from france's perspective here so like like i said it is something from him you know to talk about it so publicly and everything that he's saying is, you know, the, the, the complete truth. And uh, with everything, you know, concluded here, and Mbappe doesn't want to be there. Uh, he embarrassed PSG. Al Nasser uh, embarrassed he, himself. The image of PSG in uh, the world of football is basically de- destroyed from Mbappe. No one else, not even Neymar, when he went there. It's just Mbappe and everything that happened with the Emir and everyone else there, 
when you think about the club, it, you know, PSG is it's just it will never have you know the same taste in your mouth. And not to say you know that before Mbappe, you know, people were you know drooling over <laughs> PSG, but it, but it was still you know it was it was a, a team in Paris. It's a big deal, you know. But right now, Mbappe, I would say, ruined the image of PSG. It's not just Al Nasser. It's also Mbappe, and uh, he ruins the image of his clubs. Not Monaco and all that, but PSG. Imagine him talking about this in Madrid. Just imagine. He for, won't. <laughs> for, for example, Vinicius to talk mm. about this. Can you, yeah. can you even imagine that? I cannot even you know, imagine Vinicius sitting anywhere and talking like that about his club. The respect that isn't there from, you know, from Kilian to the owners and the other way around, I would say, you know. They are treating him like a god that is also a child, but also, you know, your maid and also like your manager and everything, you know. There's, there's just, you know, everything that we're talking about it, it's the truth. Mbappe is speaking the truth, you know. Uh, even Alnasser, I would say right now, is speaking the truth. He's saying, you know, that he's surprised and with his, with his IQ, I would say, you know, that is probably the truth. You know, I'm sorry for being that mean, but you know, <laughs> a player uh, that small of a contract in in length is just you know, you have to be really dumb for for that. And doing that when you know that he doesn't have his full heart there, it is you know, its own topic. But for Kilian and his comment and his comments in general, I think he's speaking the truth there. But I would never want that to happen in my club. And I hope that it doesn't when he comes here. But you can never say that he won't. That, that is, you cannot, you know, uh, guarantee that, <clears throat> that, that he won't act like that. See, Doris, Doris, so you, you're completely doubting um, Kylian Mbappe's personality, yeah? Like, you, 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 you are very... 100%. See, this is, this is, this is what... Sketchy. He's sketchy, mm. man. <laughs> like everything about him is sketchy. Like we are talking about, like we need to separate football and what he is as a player. Like look at Ronaldo. He's a piece of shit in in real life. He's an amazing player, but in real life he's oh my god. Like the things that he's done. But when I talk about Ronaldo, I'm talking about a player. He was an an amazing player. But if we're gonna talk about Mbappe before he is our player. We can talk about his stats, which we know are amazing in Paris, and everything else. He's just been an asshole to everyone, to his club, to his teammates, to uh, to other clubs, to everyone around him. Name one good thing that 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 he's done for anyone. One, just one. Nothing. Man, he. I mean, just to defend like Mbappe, like just to put a positive spin on it, like. And the only good thing he has done is like he's preserved his image rights. So he only like advertises the things that he believes in. He doesn't like go with betting companies and whatnot. So he does have some self-respect on how his name is used. But yeah, his okay, way of like that... treat yeah, his way of like treating the club, I totally agree with you, Doris. Like... I'm talking about the players and the way he acts in his club. And I mean it's not that extreme, you know, when we talk about it 
you only speak about the black and white things. It's, it's not like he's a piece of shit, you know, or, or anything like that. Yeah. But still, you need to look at it. And we've had players that were, you know, assholes, I would say. You know, and that's that's not, you know, abnormal. People are, you know, he's a human. Humans have their feelings, their personalities. I'm just not a fan of his personality. And he hasn't done anything that would, you know, make me think that he isn't. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. Metro TV and 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 Rajat is basically you know disagreeing with uh, the the uh, um, the Mbappe slander. I, I guess that's what they are saying, you know, no, because they. It, it sounds extreme when you talk about it, but I don't think she it's a she's lie. just being passionate about what she believes in, which is I don't up think to her. It's a lie. Honestly, I don't, and I think like those those people are humans. Humans can be assholes. That's it. <laughs> it's it's it's, it's well on facts. It, you know? Yeah, yeah. It. It's, it's not out of the realms of possibility. But you know, see when when we heard about all this breaking breaking off um, in the first place, we always knew his public persona is is, is going to take a turn for the worse. Is 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 going to be you know is going to be put into so much scrutiny that every statement that he makes, every move that he makes in life is, is going to be questioned, is going to be magnified. Why would you willingly bring that upon yourself? I, I don't know why would anyone do that to themselves. Like, having a low profile is the best way to navigate, you know, uh, especially, uh, you know, um, uh, you know, the business that is football right now in 2023. The best way is to, you know... Um, easier way into 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 things you know be a little more diplomatic say a bit more you know uh pr you know oriented pr tailored stuff that that would that would not get you as much heat i don't know i don't know maybe maybe you know the power you know uh that he has eventually gets to your head man but um uh, how many more comments do we have, Jacob? Because Mo, I think, must have sent you yeah. the latest uh, from Fabrizio's, uh, you know, uh, Kylian Mbappe briefing. Um, how many more comments are from the friends? Are they friends or something? Yeah, yeah Mo I has no idea at this point. <laughs> his, his contacts, man. Yeah, that 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 guy, that guy is you know, on a different, you know. Uh, planet to all of us you know in, in terms of you know uh football journalism and whatnot um he he gets to stuff faster than light i, I just can't process it sometimes but it is what it is you know I, I don't feel jealous anymore i used to but now i'm like you know better rely on him you know to to to, to get shit uh you know uh faster but um jacob man guide us through bro how many more comments do we have from um, his interview there's a couple uh just a couple more but then uh the one that I want to highlight is his comments on the French League yeah. when he got asked about it. Uh, the other comment is basically uh, him getting asked about like what kind of pressure he is in because people expect him to like uh, perform at an elite level. And when he's like not able to do, to do that, sometimes uh, people just realize his whole contribution. So he was just getting uh, angsty about it. But then like the like kind of the most telling comment here is like. Once he finishes shitting on PSG, now he decides to do it to the French League. Uh, and this is, I mean, it's crazy, right? He's talking to the France football <laughs> uh, press and uh, this is what he gets asked. He asked, uh, he gets asked. Um, so 
there are rumors flying around that you're not gonna this is gonna be your last season in league one like uh, do you have any reasons that you have to move to a different league so he answers it's very simple i'm a competitor when i play it's to win it doesn't matter who i play with what shirt i wear or where i play i never settle i just want to win 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 the ucl i'll never be satisfied there you go so yeah so i want to ask the chat yeah what did doris say that was out of line i don't understand you know i'm i'm looking for i'm looking for a valid reason come on. to come on i want to hear a really good argument why you think mbappe is a good person like in general or any player that you that you don't know we don't know any of them as humans or what they do for all i know fede could be you know an asshole and i love <laughs> but why does it matter you know if we're gonna talk about uh valverde for example and we're gonna talk about a transfer in any other you know part of the season it wouldn't matter if he's an uh, is an asshole right but when it's an it's a transfer it's millions of euros it's so many things happening it matters what kind of person that person is you know and they're just players then you know they're not like the smartest people around you know and they have a whole entourage that wants to get a percentage of him they work on percentages you know and Mbappe knows that and as long as it is me 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 you know that's the way I'm gonna look at it and I'm not saying that it's a bad way to look at your career but that's what it is right now it's just a career to these players you know like to me if i had you know 100 million in the bank it wouldn't matter to me if i got another 90 or 120 but it obviously matters for these people and i don't think highly of those kinds of people you know? but then the other argument is that you know all these footballers they come from you know poor backgrounds you know they they have a finite career where they know it, it won't last forever you know it, it's just one injury away from you know completely being derailed and whatnot so okay something that is uh, related to our club uh, we talked about it in the group chat about what happened with luca in croatia all of that happened when he was uh, a young kid you know that was mm. living dinamo, dinamo yeah. and there was mm. yeah and there was someone like anna said you know that wanted to get a percentage for life you know for him for everything that he does but if you don't you know say about the taxes and stuff like that, that we can you know if we will get more money and i will get you like a really good deal like people do stuff you know behind the scenes and if you look at it luca isn't a great person for doing that but if i look at it from his side and knowing yeah. like my city we live in the same city like if i know like his background and Literally, the field that he's playing is like two minutes from my house. If I see it, Bagat, and all that, like, I understand why he's doing it. But that didn't happen after he had 100 million or 200 million. He did that to get something, you know, to, to get that big move and, you know, be someone, you know, in the, in the, you know, in the world of football. And he moved to Tottenham, like that. That isn't Madrid. That isn't Madrid, and we know that, you know. So, like, it is different when Luca 
does it and he did it for a criminal that that is 100 percent true he did it for a criminal but he did it you know to get that move because there was no other way this is just a player playing with this this isn't like no like crime lord asking him you know to get a few more millions or anything like that he talked about last season the season before that probably like the season before that too about how he's interested in the project is like, like then just talk about it talk about other teams not with us not publicly but talk about with your entourage about the projects you want to be part of arsenal like there was someone in the chat you know emerson i think talking about arsenal talk about them maybe that's good for you but if you're going to talk about your own team how they are dragging you down. I don't see how that's on anyone else but you. Like, he had those players in his team when he extended. They got a couple more, like Messi and stuff like that. But we, but he had most of those players already in the team. Like, if he didn't believe in Marquinhos, Kimpembe, or whoever, Verratti, I mean, but he did. But he did. And, you know, if um... you're going to talk publicly about it, how am I supposed to respect someone like that? If I had a, a friend and I talk about to everyone else how he, how he or she is, you know, bad at something, a shit friend or whatever, I'm a shit friend uh, to that. I mean, Ronaldo went to Pierce Morgan to talk about it. I don't see how this is any different than that. Maybe it is, you know, it is scaled down by a lot, you know, but he's still talking about his team as if he's not going to be there next season. And, and as if those players are not going to be there the next season. As if he is the one who makes that. Imagine, Im imagine, you know, you do all that and then you have to walk back into training in a couple of months and, you know, see all these players. Well, I don't understand. That's what I'm saying. And the ego, you know, to do that, you need to be someone to be, you know, completely ready to go the next season and look all those people in the eyes. All it's it's immaturity. It is just uh, you know very shrewd thinking. You know, selfish thinking. I don't know. Maybe it's just PR to get his move out of Paris. Man, at this point, Mbappe is a specimen that just defies any sort of like what you just uh, briefed out for us, Doris. Any sort of human quotient. You know, some sort of relatability where we would think, oh, you know what, Mbappe. If I was in this place, I would have done the same thing. But nah. Apart from the taking the money bit last year, the comments, the the PR stunts, nah, it doesn't sit right with me either. Um, and rightfully so, you know, like it was reported, Jacob, right? Like so many guys actually sent in letters um, uh, to, to 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 the president and to the club, yeah, I mean... complaining that oh. Yeah, it was probably like a WhatsApp message. It wasn't like a formal letter, but yeah, apparently six players complained, and among which uh, two of them were like fresh signings. So they... I'm pretty sure you know we were joking about Asensio, right? <laughs> yeah. Like you know, I'm also fucking strongly against that shit, guys. You know, mentality. You know, he should be booted out. So probably Asensio is also in the you know, um, in with the you know whole. Um you know, play thing, but... Yep, but the reaction to yeah, the man. interview wasn't good at all. I mean, uh, RMC Sport mm -hmm. reported that uh, Nasser Al-Khalafi basically said, uh, if he, if this is what he thinks, why does he need just leave now? Mm -hmm. uh, that mm -hmm. was his, like, quote for quote, that was his comment. And uh, mm -hmm. 
right now like uh, that was basically the reaction and then post that reaction uh, people have like uh, dropped their takes on it fabrizio romano has dropped a video on kylian mbappe should we go through it right now uh, just before we go through it uh, let's go through a few of the comments because we have a few of the interesting ones um guys um this is a special that was done in, in impromptu like we, we didn't we didn't even really plan this out so if you're loving what we're doing uh don't forget to smash the like and subscribe to the channel if you haven't already also again man much love to all the people that have you know showed us love over the two years on on the road to 1k 20 odd away from it make it happen people um right daron was saying um if we spend 150 million to buy him this season i think the shirt sales for mbappe will pay for half of his transfer i think more than half man come on more than half Let, let's be honest rajat says uh no because half half of it more than half of the money is going to adidas not to real madrid i don't know how much truth there is to it i, I i'm pretty sure you know adidas gets uh you know significant percent of, of the transfer uh business i mean the short sales but i think i think it's like somewhere around 60 40 if i'm not mistaken I'm, I'm, i may be wrong um more was saying i'll take that as a compliment yeah come on man i i just i just can't stand you sometimes but uh yeah yeah you're a, you're a great source <laughs> let's just say you know marco grady says uh doris is correct so there you go man doris finally getting some validation rajat says uh how will yeah yeah absolutely rajat says uh, how will bape fit in this team with vinny obviously there's no way that both play left wing like we said cf is where we think um he might you know um fit into the side uh rajat was also saying and doris is right yeah emerson says do you think with all of madrid's young players belling and etc having mbappe could set a bad example and stunt their development that is just hyperbole i'm telling you there'll be a flick in his switch regarding mentality regarding aspirations regarding the way he conducts himself i'm telling you that shit is never going to fly in madrid man it's never going to happen absolutely not going to happen um nightbot and hassan yeah nightbot <laughs> is winning 11-0 at this point um fortunately unfortunately for hassan um more chelsea so this guy is a is a curious case more so you're a chelsea fan yeah sometimes you turn up with your username is more and then i think you're one of us and then i see more chelsea i don't know if it's like two different people but i may be mistaken i'm not sure Mo Chelsea says uh, I pray Real Madrid get Arsenal in the Champions League with Kai Havertz in midfield. I was reading up on some of that shit, you know. Kai Havertz who is basically who's basically someone if you look at his physique it's almost like he's anorexic, you know. He like if you, if you if you blow wind beside him, you know, he he's he's basically getting knocked over. Him being in an being an eight in an Arsenal midfield man it's a recipe for disaster emerson is quick to defend you know harvard's rise and order god mate i don't know bro <laughs> good luck to you all you know anyway um hassan says has more chelsea from here they might need a humbling they are getting annoying with uh the chua many fede talk yeah the chua many links as well i was seeing a couple of you know uh titles of um the af tv 
videos, man. Sure, many, really, really, how realistic is that? Um, right, right. I think that's pretty much it. Um, yeah, man, Fabrizio actually broke something regarding Mbappe. Jacob, shall we get into it? Let's get right into it. Um, so, yeah, he basically summarizes that, uh, yes, the all of the reports surrounding his interviews, the comments by the players, uh, comments by El Khalafi, they're all true. And the fact is that July has to be the month that Mbappe decides. We've known all of this and it's all reputable sources. Fabrizio has just done a here we go and confirmed all of this. But he d does add a couple of new points. He says that uh, people close to PSG believe that Mbappe has an agreement with Real Madrid to join for free in 2024. And that feeling is very strong, which is why uh, they have said to Kylian, like, basically, you extend with us or you get out of the club. We don't want to lose you on a free. So they did suspect that there's stuff going on between Fior Papa Fiorentino and uh, Mbappe for a long time right now. And they just want to nip it in the bud and not give it time to grow. Because they are very, very afraid that Mbappe will leave for free. So what they fear is basically what is public knowledge that, you know, like if he's staying, he's definitely leaving next year. But um, it, it, like, did Fabrizio say anything regarding the chances or likelihood of this year being an actual possibility? He just says that July has to be the month that we'll know about it and that Madrid are like watching the situation closely and like if things do take a turn, they're going to change plan and going to sign him. But the initial plan was to actually get him on free for 2024. Mm. Yeah, so it's basically more of the same. Yeah, nothing, nothing exactly groundbreaking. Fabrizio, bro, I'm disappointed, man. But um, <laughs> I mean, he, yeah, he's he's reputable, right? Like, and his agenda is that uh, I'm only gonna give you like the confirmed news, so he's not gonna like break any uh, thing, any rumors. This is what we can expect. But uh, I do have a, like a take from Mo as well. So Mo's take is that uh, Fiorentino and Mbappe have been texting all this while, and <laughs> and we've been kept in the dark. <laughs> Could, could be the thing, you know, they might have, a, you know, private, uh, you know, DMs happening, you know, here and there. Maybe probably sending memes about Nasser himself, you know. Um, yeah, I, I think it's not nothing out of the, you know, realms of possibility. But I, I truly believe that, um, like we said in the, in the last episode, for PSG as an institution to mend some of the the uh, animosity with, with, with us as a club, they might look to cash in. 200 million and fixing some of the political relationships between the two clubs. I think it's a win-win for PSG, man. Absolutely. Because the player doesn't want to be there. He wants to, he wants to move to us and, and whatnot. So, and they have publicly stated that, you know, losing him for a free is, is a fucking catastrophe. So it all points towards this season. And again, let me stress this again. I don't know why this is not public knowledge. I think everybody knows it, but it's just because, you know, it's out of our, <clears throat> it's basically out of our hands. You know, we can't really say much about it. But without um, Mbappe, Doris and Jacob, does our season really stand a chance? No, it's the last season for me, like, if nobody comes. Before a ball is being kicked, we are, we are, we are finito. Yeah. Doris, talk to me. You say uh, it's over for you or for the team, Jacob? <laughs> uh, One no, way I, to I... look at it, <laughs> 
I'll, I'll still be around i'll still come for the podcast but like i'll be unhappy totally <laughs> oh that's just, that's i i won't have any expectations this is yeah. also what i meant you know yeah, yeah. um if mbappe doesn't come and we are probably you know expecting that uh, we won't get anyone else if he doesn't come which will be sad it will be really sad if it doesn't happen but i don't think it's you know above the realm of possibility to you know have an all right season and an all right season is us not winning anything but still you know competing which should not be you know uh, something that we hope for but it's something that will probably happen because i doubt that we will you know win the league with joselu like that is many games that you know he needs to be on top uh, in our attack you know and play well with Vinicius and Rodrigo Brahim whoever plays you know next season but apart from that i would expect Perez you know if we're not going to get anyone to to get at least at least someone else there you know because uh, Benzema playing without you know sub- substitute is not the same you know as Cosado doing it like at all and we can you know talk about Rodrigo playing as striker and that we shouldn't even be talking about it but if it happens it will be the same as it was you know this season which wasn't amazing but it won us games you know in the end but in the UCL there will there will definitely not be enough so it, it's either Mbappe or we just you know move on from it already but we need to know you know and uh, the entire thing you were talking about about uh, Florentino and Mbappe and uh, uh, how he's gonna stay you know and not extend and all that I don't think that's even you know impossible or impossible sorry uh, that uh, that he does that because you know from the way he left uh, or left uh, he didn't come and all that you it would be you know something in the realm of possibility that he could have a deal with Perez you know to do that to come on the free and when that happened we talked about it we talked about it many times that that while it was happening that uh, and and before he signed the extension that he could if he extends that he probably will have a deal to cover the free then you know because he did that i guess you know so it is completely possible but either way he's i'm 99 sure that he's coming you know like it or not he will probably come but then it will just be one season uh, at best you know that we have to deal with it so i don't think it's it's a huge deal and i think we could be overreacting a little bit there because you know we didn't have any expectations last season the season before definitely we didn't have any expectations and we won i think you know proved us wrong didn't have any expectation is as a wrong way to put it i don't i don't think there's I, any I was, season yeah like especially last season i was like fully expecting to like go on another deep champions league run maybe even win oh no i didn't mean no like no ex- expectations that we don't you know expect our team you know to go for the league to go for the champions league every every season is that i'm just talking about realistically what we were talking about and don't lie what we were talking about you know the season before last one we don't believe in any of those games so don't lie we did not 
successfully and we did not have expectations See. that we were gonna win. Right, hope, right. Hope and faith, you know, should not those are not the same things. You know? And it's really okay to say that. When we are previewing a quarterfinal or semi-final, obviously we are more realistic about our chances of, of going through to the next round, yeah. But when the season is beginning, we definitely want to win every fucking title in sight. I didn't say that. Simple as. I didn't say that we're not. I say every, no, I said but, every but, season. Every season is something yeah. like that. But you, you don't say that for every season that, you know, you have the same percentage or, or like of expectations and stuff. I'm saying like the last two seasons, we did not expect stuff. And uh, for last season, we were saying it's over. Karim cannot do it with issues. It will be all over uh, or, or all by himself. Modric is so old. Like we were saying all those things. So I, I, I don't see what, what we're trying to do right now, you know. And even for last season, we will have even less expectations. That's just the way it is. And, you know, hoping for a win and you know wanting your team to to win and when is uh, completely like different mm. yeah it's, it's just you know uh, a matter of faith and that's it do i believe that we're gonna do it is you know it's just expectations and possibilities and all that we need to take into account that barcelona just had an incredible season league wise not uh, everything else but they had a really good season we will have a huge competitor there we don't know how atletico is gonna play Sevilla just won uh, an Europa League, you know, coming from relegation for like a, a huge chunk of the season and finishing in like 11th or something. I'm not sure, but it's still they will still be there in the Champions League next season. We have Sociedad that, that you know they lost Isaac, they will probably lose uh, Zubi Mendy, probably. But there mm -hmm. are like a couple of players that they might lose that will make them weaker. But still, we still have a lot to co 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 compete for in the league. We still have like the Champions League will be probably the hardest one we will have to, you know, go through next season. City is, city uh, is never going anywhere, you know. We'll have yeah, to go through we, them to stand a chance. Yeah, and we have a kind of a different... Uh, combination of teams this season in the Champions League, especially because of um, uh, Premier League teams, you know. Chelsea won't mm. be there, Liverpool yeah. won't be there. We have Arsenal now, we have uh, uh, Newcastle now, um, Man United, you know, there's like some... Uh, Union Berlin will probably be there. I'm not sure if they finish in the top four. I hope they did. But like there are like some couple, you know, di different teams there and... We will see expectations, faith, belief, you know, we could all talk about that, but we downgraded, you know, our attack and we need to be, you know, 100% honest about that. No Asensio, uh, no Karim, you know, it will, it will hurt and expectations from, from me are not high. Do I want them? But, but for me... Works? But for me, you see, like I, I completely am on board with having re realistic expectations. Obviously, before I go to bed, I would have a deep, you know, uh, a deep couple of minutes thinking about this, you know, obviously before the season starts. Yeah. But for me, us as a club, we can't make excuses. Yeah, we can be realistic about our chances of, you know, achieving top, top, top honors, but formations can be tweaked. You know, we have, I think, the best plethora of, of midfield talent and, and the entire fucking universe, right? We could play a 4-4-1. We could, we could improvise a, a different version of a 4-4-2, you know, 
we could move back uh, to a, to a double pivot again you know play someone like Jude Bellingham without behind the striker Mbappe. Mm. we're still talking about without Mbappe right? yeah without Mbappe yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so so things can be done to negate you know the effect of missing out on a top striker you know i'm just saying just saying it's like there's very little chance that we play you know with a back three which it's still it's not a back three still a back four still a back four yeah okay like whatever there is but uh still we would, we would play i guess vinicius Joselu and rodrigo up front which is you know no di difference than playing benzema there but it's not benzema you know, not even close to that. In the midfield, we will have an abundance of midfielders that we still don't know how they're going to play together, but we're still hoping for the best. And, you know, they'll be fine. They'll be fine. Expectations this, there are very high. You know, this season, uh, Chouamani will have a much more definitive role. Kamavinga is going to have I, a much more definitive role. So I, I think our midfield is, is going to look a lot more better than last year. And I think for once, Cruz and Modric will be on the on the outside picture and only looking to come in when, when and where needed. But we we leave all that for, you know, before the season starts, you know, the big preview, we'll, we'll, we'll be talking about how we think our team would be setting up. A few comments before we go through some of the lesser transfers. I think Mbappe um, is pretty much... Yeah, I mean, I just wanted to comment on it. Like, we are, like, very optimistic, right? Uh, here's where I see the holes in the story. Um, mm. So, initially, if he had come last summer, Mbappe was looking at 150 million, like, just given to him because he was going to come yeah. on a free transfer. He's going to lose that. Yeah. Uh, he's going to yeah. lose his loyalty bonus if he comes. And he's going to take a kind of a big paycheck uh, cut because right now, I guess he earns around 72 mil per year. If it's metric, mm -hmm. he's going to get close to 50. And... He's going to lose a ton of money, man. And, and I'm not sure if he has planned for this. I, I think he's losing 300 billion, right? Around. That's a lot if, of money. If, he, if, he, if he's coming this year. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. that's the only reason why I feel like this might not happen, guys. Because Mbappe, like, that's a lot of money to leave on the table. Even though you're, mm. like, fed up with the club and whatnot. Mm. 100%. And looking looking by the way things panned out, like the the only reason that convinced him to stay was basically this money, yeah. you know. So why would he really? I don't understand. But but like like what Doris said, you know, if he thinks like Doris, if he thinks like us, normal, you know, everyday men, giving up that much money for one additional year with us, one more successful year to your legacy is going to do him a lot of good once he hangs up his boots you know like <clears throat> he'll have one more extra year of folklore to tell his sons i'm just i'm just i'm just you know hoping that he thinks that way but we all know what what what's going to happen that's why you know, we got to just... wait wait till the end of july man it's going to be like a tense couple tense couple of weeks so you 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 fancy we'll have we'll be having to we'll be forced to do a special again, yeah, before the end of this month, yeah? Definitely, man, definitely. Like, if Mbappe doesn't come, mm -hmm. we're still going to do a special, like, we, we have to, like, cover, like, who is our backup number nine? Like, we got nobody now. Yeah, 100%. A few other comments, uh, especially uh, this one from Madrid TV. I've seen rumors about Valverde linked with Liverpool. What do you guys think? For me, he's untouchable and starter for Madrid. I don't know, man. Mo used to say that he might be a target. You know, he might 
he might be moved on but for me he's untouchable isn't um, he like uh, the only guy who can like get us 100 million in our midfield if he's or so many so many kamavinga maybe i don't know uh but definitely yeah, but like kamavinga is never we, getting like let's take the scenario guys like let's say we don't have the money to like uh, finance mbappe's move because of the loyalty bonus like what if mbappe scam says hey like you have to pay this to us and i can realistically see like well budding being moved on if it comes to that i'll be so fucking i'll be so fucking yeah embarrassed i'm i'm not going to lie you know to sacrifice one gem for another and doris would argue mbappe is not even a gem right doris <laughs> i disagree with that but still valverde let it, i i don't know i said it for asensio to like i didn't want him to leave but you do you man for valverde i would uh, <laughs> i don't know i would beat the fuck out of him if i saw him on a parking lot you know of any other team like he did you know but uh, for valverde leaving you know our one of our favorites on the podcast and one of our favorites in the club i don't see anyone you know uh, being happy about that or or wanted that basically blood money those 100 million would be there would be blood on it i swear you know and uh, valverde has said like multiple times you know they will have to kill him you know for him to leave and uh, after all the talks about his captaincy and how everyone wants him here you know he he assisted a goal in the final you know he's a valverde you know and the way he acts with everyone he listens you know he has so much re- respect for the club and passion for this club which you don't see you know a also lot. a leader proper leader yeah, he's a leader and i don't i don't see why anyone you know would even want him to leave but you know if we're talking about selling our players there's all of our players seem untouchable and a lot of it has to do because you know we have some players on the bench now or you know kind of on the bench that we actually like which is you know a surprise uh but still it makes us really hesitant to sell them and uh, like i said like with the abundance of you know midfielders right now I don't know why we would be getting, you know, more of them, you know, uh if we already have them, you know, spending more money, more than we would sell him for, you know, uh the amount that we uh, spent on our midfield. I don't see there uh, there being any logical reason for us to sell him unless we needed money, which we don't, really don't at this moment in time we, you know, we saved some money at least you know we're talking about it like we did and the media is talking about it but for valverde or camarillo john many i don't see there being any you know very valid argument for us to be you know even in the need to sell them especially valverde 100% you know all these links just just makes makes me makes me think <laughs> you know why would you really put it out there you know but like but mo said you know like we need to sell what would we need to sell like 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 what jacob said you know the the loyalty bonus that you know mbappe's camp might ask what would force a hand you know because let's, if you look at our bench our soul for him 
Literally. Yeah, that that's the thing. That's the, the club would be very aware of that. We have done that in the past. Let's not forget Ozil. I was devastated, yeah. right? I loved Bale. Like it was almost like I got my wish, but it it it, it basically took my soul away. So, yeah, man, I've I've seen our club do that. So you know, it's not really out of the equation yet. You know, um, I'll just say that. But um, a few of the comments here. Son says, uh, Valverde, big up yourself, son. Um, Valverde is a rare talent. Perfect balance. Rajat says, uh, how do Arda Gula fight to earn a spot? So much competition. Watch out for uh, Arda Gula special tomorrow, 3 p.m. EST. Around the same time this live um, you know, happens. So we'll be breaking it down in, in much, much more detail for you guys. Um, right. Um, Madrid TV says it's just clickbait. Right, Raja says, do we need Gula to play wing? We have many attacking options for the wing. He is very, very good, you know, somewhere around the right wing or the half spaces between the right wing and, and the central striker. That That's what I've seen from his heat maps and whatnot. He is looking really, really good and would add massively, you know, to our uh, right wing problems. I, I feel like, you know, I think the club made a very intelligent decision. We'll, you know, break it down in much more detail tomorrow. But a couple more small details before we kind of, you know, wrap this up. Um, Sergio Arribas being um, linked with um, Almeria. Any thoughts on that? You know, people have been going uh, up and up raw, you know, questioning, you know, why are we looking to loan our players to, you know, sides like Girona, Almeria and and, and the likes? Like, is, is it going to really facilitate his development, you know? Some people are keen on Arribas. I am personally a fan, but some people don't think that he's really cut out for us. What do you guys think? I mean, he's no Bellingham, right? Like, if you loan a player out, out like Bellingham, it does not make sense not to play. Like, you have to mm. uh, have him as a starter for every single game, even if it's for a club like uh, Man United. Let's say we loan Bellingham to them. But then, if he loans someone like Arribas to Man United, he's just going to ride the bench, guys. Like, there's no upside to like playing him. You, you're not going to win matches. Not just because United. Of... Not United, Jacob. Like somewhere um, upper mid-table Bundesliga. Upper mid-table Syria. Maybe, maybe. Atlanta. Do you Atlanta. Still, like... Somewhere. I mean, yeah, I could like see him thrive in Atlanta. Uh, but he's still... It's not going to be in a short starting position. Uh, he's still going to have to earn that. And I'm not sure if he's there yet. Because he hasn't made the jump to like... First team football yet, so maybe Elmeria is like a first starting point. Once he gets the hang of La Liga, maybe he can like his next move could be towards uh, top half of the table club. Yeah. Antonio Blanco is also in a similar situation. Like these guys, you know, I had such high hopes for. You know, like it's it's sad to see. You know, their 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 careers are you know at, at, at a at a crossroad that you know we didn't expect you know them them to go through. Um, yeah, man, Aribas. I, I really hope that this works out for him. If it it happens, I don't know how reliable it is. Uh, Jose Felix Diaz actually broke it, but let's just see, man. I because I really, really want guys like Aribas, guys like Nico Paz, you know, you know, um, them to have a, a chance, uh, you know, a shot at the first team. I know oh. it it might seem nonsensical at at this point, but I would really, you know, uh, love to see their their hard work, their loyalty, their you know. The determination to stay with with Castilla and prove themselves, you know, 
you know be 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 paid back in some shape or form um anything else jacob regarding us i know we plan to actually discuss some of the other transfers should we just run through them quickly uh yeah man sure uh, for like 10 minutes yeah let's do that um so the major transfers like the top 3 for the season so far is like mason mount to united of course uh, how much <laughs> of, <laughs> my god how much was that sunay how much was that my god mason okay let's let's do let's do this yeah rate these major transfers out of 10 mm-hmm. right okay okay L- let's play a small mini game doris if you're down yeah for 10 minutes i'll be quick um mason mount to united for me is a 3 at best you know for 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 united to promise him the you know the famous number 7 shirt you know the guys like the previous owners of of the number 7 shirt at united would make you gag you know all the all the way from george best to eric cantona to cristiano ronaldo to beckham to mason fucking mount you know <laughs> that that's just that that just doesn't make sense man he might be good okay he might be good above average like he has hurt us in the champions league i, I i'll never forget his goal against us um, at, at the di stefano but come on man 70 million i mean uh, 400 I, I, I 300k question. wages or something like, mm. is left wing like his probable like original position or does he play cm cf what is the position i have no idea that that's what that's what these guys some of the modern footballers you know they suffer from like some people claim it as a plus like if it were if it, if mason mount was our player we would claim it as a plus oh he's versatile but in my humble opinion these guys you know who can't nail down a starting position they're just not good enough i think mason mount in theory is some sort of a cam hmm. that's that's what his best position is you know somewhere in and around the 10 spot but the number 10s have have completely been you know eradicated from 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 the game so you know uh it's just shit bro just shit mason mount yeah on to the next one uh manuel lugarte from sporting to psg for almost a similar amount around 50 mil i i i haven't seen much of him but yeah for psg it might might do the trick like i i wanted to ask this to doris have you seen much of manuel lugarte doris no right <laughs> yeah so he's a young uruguayan 22 years old uh, dm from sporting no, it was on a, a sign oh. like from a whole uh, i didn't hear um, i mean look psg it is a, it's a whole subject about him about them what is actually going to improve that team wasn't Mbappe, wasn't Neymar, wasn't Messi, you know, so if they have something in mind, you know, that doesn't involve any of those, you know, big signings and actually, you know, like building something for the future, I say, you know, go for it. And they got Asensio now, maybe, you know, he teaches them something. (laughs) But for Uganda, I don't know. And for Mount, I was just going to say, there's a lot of you know players and uh, the way we talk about players right now you know and the positions that i think is a very big problem and especially you know when you play as you know as an amateur you know uh, or you know like less professional leagues and stuff like 
you don't really get a chance to be uh, versatile and you can do, you know, like you need to know where you're playing. And I think it's a huge problem when we talk about, oh, he can play that, he's best playing off of someone, he's best, like, uh, that is, that that doesn't have, like, a uh, structure to it. And it, it oftentimes it sounds like uh, excuses for some players, as if, so, as if it's someone else's fault that they're not playing well, like they need someone else to play. That is, if you, if you, you only have 50% of you to give because you need 50% of someone else. I don't look at it as a good thing, you know. If it's, uh, if we're looking at it that someone is versatile because he's really good at all those, like Kamavinga, for example, I would call that being versatile because you can play, you know, another position completely different, you know. But if we're going to talk about just like for midfielders, <coughs> And you're not exceptional in any of those, but you can play mm. all of them. I mm. I don't look at it as a good thing because uh, no team is gonna build a team, you know, for Mason Mount, you know, and he won't bring a lot to a team, you know, that needs something specific, you know. Hundred percent. It's still a good sign for them, you know. I I wouldn't say that it's a bad sign. See, this is this is what I was discussing about Kai Havertz, you know, in the last special. Jacob, if you remember, you also, know. Yeah, also I would name him too. I I would name him especially and also uh Felix. Hmm. That uh, those are the kinds of players that we always mention together with someone else, and I don't look at it as a good thing at all. I mean, the only place where those guys can kind of excel is somewhere like Man City, where they have a proper system, where the Pep can actually make it work. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly, City yeah. system negates so much of, of yeah. you know, the shortcomings of, of players like that. You know, like, see, uh, who who was that guy? Um, the centre-back from Dortmund. Akanji, you know, who, who played right-back, left-back, centre-back for City. He just didn't look out of place. He His deficiencies were, you know, masked out well by a well-sought-out system plan by, you know, fucking, you know, bald fraud. So there you go, you know. I mean, Doris makes, <clears throat> you know, such such a valid claim, you know, that the modern generation of players, you know, they really need to... For them, see, w are what are is football all about? Also, yeah. You know, we are, yeah. We're excusing a lot of players and the deficiency, you know, in, in some places. And there have been like very big names that we've been excusing for that, uh, because uh, it, it only happens if you're not building, you know, a team for that player. Because if you are okay, because he will get what he needs. But if you're not, there is no point in keeping that kind of player. I, I don't see any point in that. And um, versatility means nothing if you don't have a team for it. Absolutely nothing. Person, hundred percent. Right, uh, a couple of signings for the feminino. Thanks for reminding me, Ashik. You know, uh, muchas gracias, um, Raso from Australia. Uh, you know, I think I think she's a striker. Yeah, uh, she signed on from City. Um, I've heard good things about her. Um, it's, I think it's a good signing. I don't know what's going to happen with Nahikari Garcia. You know, some people are going to be uh, you know you know <laughs> drowning in their own tears because of that. But um, 
Yeah, Nahikari, unfortunately, I think is uh, on our way out. Um, Oihane from Bilbao is also uh, uh, a shrewd signing. <clears throat> People like, uh, you know, Kenty was getting a little older. So, you know, um, I think she's going to, you know, add some much needed competition uh, on her right flank. Um, yeah, man, Jacob, uh, I, I guess you're busy typing out uh, a reply. Kangin, Kangin Lee, yeah, to PSG. Heck yeah, man. I think I, I think I think it's a I think it's a five at best. I don't know why uh, I, Kangen Lee would go to PSG. I mean, it's it's always like that, right? Like with these talented kids who uh, have basically been with the bottom half of a league, like the who play with defensive uh, teams, you always expect them to get more assists, more goals when they step up to a, like a really good team. And the reality is that does not often happen. And I just hope because I've seen him on the ball, the boy is brilliant. Uh, he has the potential. So I'm gonna, just going to give it a 7 out of 10 uh, just because of his potential. But he's not like a world beater yet. And never, never probably never is going to be. Mm. He looks like a good player. Decent, decent player. Kangan Lee is a very decent player. Yeah. Um, right. Um, came in Jay to Bayern. I would say that's that's somewhere like a 7, 8. Because Bayern's, yeah. you know, centre-back issues you know they had a few of them um to 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 deal with and uh, kim and jay gets a brilliant step up from napoli you know after just you know one season that's brilliant business for napoli all around for bayern you know um <clears throat> getting someone who is approaching you know his prime and whatnot um yeah man uh kim and jay very very good signing who else who else are we missing uh probably Messi screens. to inter miami Ten out of ten. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> he 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 gets to speak some Spanish finally in America. Yeah, living in Miami. Um, it's, it, I, th- I think it's gonna be mad, man. But yeah, uh, if, I, if I'm not mistaken, Inter Miami uh, bottom of the of the league or something. It's that bad, you know. Yeah. Um, I I do have a question. Like, um, mm. is that is MLS considered for the like the Golden Boot and stuff? Because I can easily like see Messi like scoring sixty goals a season. <laughs> I don't think they are, you know. They have, like, what, 10 teams or something? Yeah. You know? <laughs> Who can't get relegated. Bro, ISL, I think, is better. Not going <laughs> to lie. Because the amount of acrobatic finishes that I see in the MLS, I'm like, what are the defenders doing? Yep. You know? Like, if you if you take out Instagram, you can see, right? BR Football, like, posting a fucking screamer, like, every day. You know? Bro, it's, 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 it's all of these college kids who are, like... Who just went on a scholarship saying, hey, like, it's easy to break into US soccer. So I'll just go on a scholarship, <laughs> get into a good university. Those guys are the guys who are playing defense and midfield. So it's. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, it's always going to be, you know, uh, amateur, amateur stuff. Um, who, who, who was it that we, you were going to mention before I, you know, oh, interrupted yeah. you with Messi? Uh, the big uh, center back signing for PSG, uh, Screener. Screener, that's, that's, that should be an eight. You know, easy, easy. At least an eight. Um, yeah. At least an eight. Uh, Marquinhos, you know, they have to, they have to kind of, you know, uh, have a succession plan. I, I think uh, Skriniar is brilliant, brilliant. I've seen so much um, uh, of of his, of his, uh, you know. Callister. to Liverpool. Liverpool, Liverpool, yeah. yeah. Yeah, 100%. That's a good shout. Good shout. But Skrania, man, so much, so much uh, respect for him. You know, he's, he's an absolute barrier uh, for, for Inter Milan. I've seen the amount of times that he has, you know, saved them single-handedly. He, he's a beast. You know, Bastoni gets 
all the attention. Skriniar is the decent Vakos. sweeper, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Vakos, um, absolute tank well, also, you know, like you can shrug him off. Inter lost Brozovic. Mm. That's also something. Uh, Inter lost Brozovic, and Brozovic was a huge part of that team. Brozovic left that... to Saudi. Yeah. Uh, there is like there's some complications about it. I think he was supposed to be paid 30, but now they're offering 15 or something like that. I don't know. Mm -hmm. But for Inter to lose Brozovic, and I mean he is kind of old, you know, he is getting there. But the the kind of player was a major Brozovic part. was that that dude is insane. And Brozovic is mad, mad, mad good. He doesn't get talked about nearly enough because he, he plays in the same midfield. Yeah, he broke his own record three times for running the most. I think he, he I, I don't remember like how much he he ran, but that dude is crazy. And I always thought like if we didn't have Casemiro, I would be praying for us to get him because you know he's just that kind of player. And uh, yeah, uh, I'm happy for him that he will get you know the money. Right now, it's not a lot, but still, you know. Uh, but for Inter, I don't think we will see them being as serious as they were. You know. It will be yeah. in, in in my opinion. Inter Inter has lost. Like they're gonna lose Onana as well, you know, to uh, yeah, to I United. Think, uh, Inter will be one of the biggest, you know, uh, teams to have, you know, uh, a bad season next next season. Mm. They will lose mm. a lot of players, and I think it's a. Uh, you know, more to to talk about them more than anything or anyone else, you know, at the moment, because, you know, they they are experiencing a lot at the moment. And Christian Onana, Pulisic, think, yeah. Instead of De Gea, I think, uh, and De Gea, uh, I think today or whatever, I don't know when it, was it, today. When it happened, yeah. But uh, there will also be something. So for Inter, it will be a long, long season and uh, for M Milan also but still in in Italy we will see you know uh, a different Italy and I'm happy about it. it it will be interesting and from this season that we saw with Napoli something is cooking there you know and I like it yeah, there, there are many like new younger players but uh, they will definitely be losing some and uh, I always say it's it, it's a shame when uh, when teams like that lose their best players like Onana and you know because uh, it, it's a shame that you know they have to do it to compete but to compete they're still gonna have to buy new players that are gonna be a risk they're not gonna be as good and you're trying to get more for more players for the exact same money it's a lot and you're inter or any other team like that so it's it's something and we talked about uh, the season before uh, last season, I'm sorry, we talked about uh, Se Sevilla like uh, a lot, and uh, them l losing their players, I said was a horrible thing. Like we were celebrating at the same time, but I said it's a horrible thing, and it's a horrible thing that a lot of you know players from La Liga, Serie A, Bundesliga feel the need uh, to to. <coughs> To play for it's the, either the Premier League money or the Saudi City, money. Yeah, yeah. And, but it's also playing for you know big teams. You know, Man United is a huge team. Liverpool, uh, Madrid, all of them are like huge teams. You know, and it's sad that players are doing it because it 
it's not gonna help uh, teams be more competitive like at all and we are one of those teams that you know take those players and i always <laughs> feel bad i always feel bad about it and we talked about it whenever we have a transfer i always you know have a bit of sadness and respect for for the team that are coming from because you know you are basically you know when you're leaving your best player or selling your best player you are basically you know uh, risking everything yeah because of them yeah like pe- people people would argue that you know like like people are saying you know jack grillish you know like he was astonishing you know talisman but getting 100 million people were saying oh you can reinvest that 100 billion but you're not getting jack grillish again you know you're not getting the same player so uh, exactly. get yeah, yeah getting the money is not not the end of the story hasan here you know he says uh, chelsea signing nicholas jackson risky was wondering how he was a professional footballer first half of last season <laughs> yeah it's it, it's mad um it's mad man but Nicholas Jackson for two months he was absolutely insane for for VRL um how old is he uh Jacob do you have any idea he he must be 25 right he's not young young 24 or something right 24 right right yeah what what I've seen of him in the last two months boy he he looks he looks good you know I hope you know Chelsea can finally do something their striker curse is mad you know I hope Nicholas Jackson can, you know, outlive that. It'll be a difficult ask. Before we finish, I want to ask, uh, what do you think Mariano is going to go? And what's going to happen to Mariano? Because uh, uh, Ashik is in the chat and he's saying that he's free. And uh, yes, uh, I love his hairstyle, Ashik. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Um, but yeah, I'm actually really, really... wondering what will happen to Mariano and uh, I'm wondering where he will go because uh, I don't know we are expecting him to, to, to go you know so- somewhere to play in the first league of any country you know but I doubt that uh, I think Liga I think he 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 might be interested in moving to Liga and I think you know there'll be clubs that that would take him 100% because yeah. he has a track record there you know but he also hasn't played for years well <laughs> i think i think it it, it, it should years. be a calculated risk yeah it should yeah. be a calculated risk Same not going to be easy hazard mm. he hasn't played for years yeah hasan is saying mariana will go to city and displace haland <laughs> yeah yeah sure i i hope these these hal i mean these mariano memes end Not with you know this preseason the hairstyles on the on that team would be something Haaland and Mariano yeah bro like uh, did you Haaland is for them with that whatever that is on his head <laughs> that, that's a military trim man if you haven't yeah. seen it before uh, have you guys seen the latest oh. Mariano video the one where nah, he gets tattooed nah. so usually when people get a big tattoo they get it in multiple session this guy decided to go under anesthesia and get six professionals worked on him like for the whole Three hours and he just woke up. He's crazy, man. <laughs> Imagine going under general... He, he went under general anesthesia just to get a tattoo. <laughs> the, 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 this, is what, this is what undeserved money does to, you know, does to MFs, bro, unfortunately. My soul just left my body. <laughs> the, less, the less we talk about Mariano, the better. But yeah, all... all 
all love for him man nothing much nothing much love for him yeah ashik we we discussed about raso and oihane i'm excited man uh, about what femnino is going to do and uh, you know we are getting the number 10 it's looking good it's looking good it's looking good um not gonna lie Christian Pulisic to AC Milan I don't know what the fuck Milan is doing you know even on a free cap in America what is he going to do yes yeah, swap out shields you know <laughs> I don't know to t- turn up in blue undies is that what we are getting into man honestly Milan should have better aspirations um wow. I don't understand wow. I I don't understand cap in America is such a such a bad signing for them um who else mcallister very good signing you know i'm i was very happy that you know from hey jude it went to hola mcallister you know but i think they have been sort of kind of you know trying to you know make up for missing out on jude by signing mcallister and the other guy soboslai who i think is a phenomenal talent um you know from from hungary um It, it took it took a while for you know sobosla to actually truly break out into the european scene but yeah the last couple of years he has been pretty good and uh, 70 million in, in 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 some in some sense is is sort of a bargain for someone of his um, of his talent who, who else are we missing jacob quickly uh, maybe uh, inigo martinez to barcelona that's a decent transfer yeah Yeah that was that was in the rounds I think 2 3 months before the season ended remember like we were hearing about Inigo Martinez already moving on a free yeah. um and then itself I was saying you know Inigo Martinez is a proper old school center back and it's gonna you know further enhance Barcelona's midfield I'm jealous not gonna lie oh yeah like, he missed a big big name man Angel Di Maria mm-hmm. he finally moves on goes to Di Maria league. back to back to benfica i saw the pictures so fucking adorable you know the guy who played with him absolute legend roy costa uh presenting di maria you know um it's nice it's nice back home so many of our fans absolutely can't stand the sight of di maria but i have a special uh you know affection for him you know uh, just like ozil you know he was he was truly you know something you know Bro, extraordinary like, for us okay like mm. we, i know we'll like talk about this tomorrow like but Ardagolar, like he, he kind of has shades of Di Maria in him too. You could say that. I, I see, I see, I see where you're coming from. You know, uh, but Di Maria wasn't this goofy. You know, <laughs> like like what Arda is. Arda was basically me at 15. You know, I I, I can relate to you know how he is. You know, um, yeah, very very fun character. We'll get into you know. Uh, you know it father tomorrow right a few more of the comments before we you know wrap this up rajat says um got 50% stake in strasbourg as well who is he talking about uh, is it kante yeah kante no oh, no 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 it's uh, todd boyley <laughs> Todd Bowley, Todd Bowley, yeah, 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 makes sense, makes sense. I read that somewhere. Yeah, Sandro Tonali to Newcastle, more Chelsea. Good shout! I can't fucking believe it. I couldn't believe it. Sandro Tonali from Brescia, you know, from Brescia, just like Andrea Pirlo, you know, he was supposed to be the next guy in line to take the mantle. I, 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 for me, it was tough to stomach. Tough to stomach. I, people know I have I have a soft spot for Milan and Arsenal, and for him to for him to take the paycheck and go to Newcastle, man, I mean, Gulf money, bro. Not just the paycheck. I grew up with like... Gulf money. <laughs> I can't just... believe what Gulf money is doing to football, bro. Like honestly, 
I mean, with Milan, it's not just the pace. Like, like, I feel like they're heading in a downward trajectory yeah, like after last season. Milan, see, yeah, I know it's a downward trajectory, but the size, the the stature of the club, bro, it's not going to go away. They had a few banter years, but it's they're coming back 100%. You know, without, without the American honors, Milan are on the way back sometime in the future. You know, they should have stuck by it. Fucking Del, was it Del Piero? It was Del Piero, right? Who stayed with Juve when they got relegated to yeah. the Serie B? You know, he stuck with them. I, I don't know, man. Honestly, I just can't understand some of the some of the you know decisions the, these young players you know are, are forced to make. Um, yeah, Vitor Roque for seventy five million, Barcelona, eighteen years of age, more expensive than even Vinicius. Um, seems like a brilliant signing. I'm I mean, pretty I, sure there'll I, be. I can't even like believe they were able to make that sign. Man, like I, I won't believe it unless they like they show the paperwork and then they do a, like a communicado. Well, who who was it who was asking, um, you know, uh, for assurance to be registered before they sign on? <laughs> was it Vitter Roque? Was it someone else? Uh, Doris, like have it... you heard anything about? Go on, go on, Jacob. It was definitely Vitter Roque, man. Like I, I feel like I've heard some news. Like some Brazilian club uh, demanded that from Barcelona. Yeah, 100%. Doris, have you heard anything about Vitor Roque? Any idea? Next sensation? No. No, yeah? I Fair have enough. no idea what you're talking about the last 15 minutes. You can see how quiet I am. Okay, fair enough, fair enough. Yeah, fair I enough. wasn't even following what you were talking about. Right. Yeah. Well, was it by choice or was it by circumstance, Doris? Uh, both. You, lo- you lost me at some point. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> right. Right. Young Faro asks us chances of Ronaldo joining Messi in the MLS. No chance. <laughs> no chance. Yeah. Zero. Zero. If you read up on Cristiano and his uh, stuff in the US, you'll know why he won't go to the US. Um, right. That's pretty much it, people. I think. Um, much love to everyone in the chat, you know, uh, for showing up on such short notice. Um, it's been an absolute pleasure. Much love to all the fans um, who who regularly, you know, DMs us on, on on Instagram, you know, sending us their feedback. Keep sending it in, positive or negative. Any suggestions, you know, um, rebuttals, anything, you know, feel free to hit us up any time of the day because I'll be there, you know, 24-7. Also, much love to our, you know, audio listeners who made both of the preseason specials this this year as, you know, uh, uh, as one of the top six most played episodes of all time. Um, You know, like I've, I've been truly humbled by that because... I didn't expect uh, a preseason special to be, you know, that well received. Uh, so, yeah, man, must love for the love. Um, if you're new here, don't forget to subscribe. Don't forget to smash the like. Um, spread the word. Get us to 1K. Um, it has been two years of absolute madness, you know. Blood, sweat and tears, like I always say, you know, we are from different time zones. We sacrifice a lot of our, you know, stuff to, you know, kind of, you know, put this together. Big up Doris, big up Jacob, you know, um, without without these guys, you know, um, this 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 podcast is, is is basically hollow, you know, the conversation, the banter. And also you guys in the chat, I've always said it's a two-way conversation, you know, unless um, you guys don't 
put up with with what we say and you know ask us shit like this is this is never engageable engageable you know uh this is never uh an engaging conversation is what i meant my bad so yeah man much much love uh also don't forget to turn on the notification icons if you haven't already because we have the other gola special 3 pm est tomorrow 3 pm est i think 8 pm uk if i'm not mistaken so yeah watch out for that until next time people hala madrid hala madrid